Welcome to Just a Word Radio. Today we take a look at the prophecy that is hardly spoken about. David said, Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Did you know that this was prophesied to happen in these end times? Did you know? Well, most of us don't. And this is what we are going to look at today. The taking away of the presence and the Spirit of the Most High from the entire world. Who should worry? Who should be afraid? What should we be doing in these end times? This is what we will look at today. Now we will be going on a journey today and we will be starting at an unlikely place. The first thing we want to look at is our salvation is not about Christianity. Sounds like an unlikely place but it has to be brought out and without this being brought out then we will not have an understanding of the taking away of his presence and of his holy spirit in these last days and so we go to prophecies there is of course no prophecy of christianity in the old testament there is no prophecy of a new religion that is coming to replace israel the only promises we have are for Israel. The only promises we have are about promises to gather and to deliver his people, Israel. He called no other people his people. He set apart a people and these people are Israel. And it has to be understood in order for us to understand the taking away of his presence in the last days. So we go to Yirmiyahu or Jeremiah 16, 13 to 16. Therefore will I cast you out of this land into a land that ye know not, neither ye nor your fathers, and there shall ye serve other gods day and night, where I will not show you favor. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith Yahuwah, that it shall no more be said, Yahuwah liveth, that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But Yahuwah liveth, that brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where whither he hath driven them. And I will bring them again on, on into their lands that I gave unto their fathers. Behold, I will send for many fishers, saith Yahuwah, and they shall fish them. And after will I send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and from every hill and out of the holes of the rock. The prophecy is for the end time deliverance of his people, Israel. He said, he will cast them into a land strange land it's a new egypt another egypt ezekiel 39 25 to 29 therefore that saith yahuwah elohim now will i bring again the captivity of jacob of jacob and have mercy upon the whole house of israel and will be jealous for my holy name after that they have borne their shame and all their trespasses whereby they have trespassed against me when they dwelt safely in their land and none made them afraid when I have brought them again from the people and gathered them out of their enemies' land, and am sanctified in them in the sight of many nations, then shall they know that I am Yahuwah their Elohim, which caused them to be led into captivity among the heathen, but I have gathered them on to their own land, and have left none of them more there. Neither will I hide my face any more from them, for I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith Yahuwah Elohim. He is telling us of a time when he will deliver his people. He will deliver his people out of bondage, out of punishment. And these are for the end times. These are what will happen in the end times. 
There's no prophecy of him gathering Christians. He is gathering Israel and it is very important we make this point. Because the whole Christian world is bent on Christian deliverance and this Jesus Christ coming back for Christians. It is a lie. It is a fallacy. It is a lie from the oppressors. Christianity is the religion of the oppressors. The same oppressors that Israel will be delivered from. Christianity is their religion. It was not the faith that was once delivered to the saints. You can check my last podcast where I dealt with that. And the last podcast is called Strong Delusion. Listen to that. You will get to understand the fallacy of Christianity and how Christianity is not that faith and how Christians are not the people who will be delivered. Far from that, it's the opposite. The people that will be punished. And so, we have to look at who are Israel in this time. Revelation 14.12 Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Yahuwah and the faith of Yahusha. And the Bible also tells us, Apostle Shaul also tells us, that the Israel of Elohim in Galatians 6.15-16, it tells us of the Israel of Yahuwah. We are neither circumcision availeth anything, neither uncircumcision. For in Mashiach Yahusha, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature, or a new creation. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy, and upon the Israel of Yahuwah. Renewed covenant Israel are those that keep the commandments of the Father and the faith of Yahusha. And that is very important when it comes to the commands. Because the commands means that they obey the Father. They obey the Father's laws and commandments. That is what it means, the patience of the saints. It is not those who say the law is done away with or the Sabbaths are done away with. Okay? And for us to understand the keeping of the commandments as it pertains to the end times, as it pertains to the set-apart people, to the chosen people. For us to understand that, then we have to understand who will be destroyed in the end times. For that we go to Yeshayahu 1.28, Isaiah 1.28. And it says, And the destruction of the transgressors and of the sinners shall be together, and they that forsake Yahuwah shall be consumed. Very important verse that is not a very popular verse, but it is a very powerful verse because it tells us all of those who are going to be condemned by the Most High. The first person it says are the transgressors. 1 John 3, 4 tells us that whoever committed sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is transgression of the law. So the transgressors are those who disobey the law. Christians, I hope with all that we have been saying, you get to understand the lie that we have been sold in the religion called Christianity. Because Christians will tell you in various forms that different laws are done away with. Some will tell you the law is done away with all entirely. Some will tell you, okay, the Ten Commandments are still in effect and they will rubbish other laws. Some will tell you the dietary laws. We must not keep them. Some will say we will keep them. But we cannot transgress the whole law. We have to walk in obedience to the whole law. And it is very important that we understand that. How do we walk in obedience to the law? Through belief in the Messiah, by following the Messiah, walking as he walked. So, we see the transgressors, those who break the law, will be destroyed in the end, along with the sinners. So many of us are going preaching to sinners and speaking to sinners on the back of a religion, and not realizing that the sinners and us are in the same boat. Because they are sinning without any regard for the law. And we who see the law 
and deliberately sin against the law, we are no better than the sinners because we also transgress the law. Very important that we understand this. Alright? And it says, also, it gives a third set of persons who will be dealt with in this, these end times. And it says, and they that forsake Yahuwah shall be consumed. They that forsake Yahuwah tells me those who are backslidden or those who are gone into idolatry. And with Christianity, as we said in our last episode, the worship of the image of Jesus Christ in the mind is idolatry. Okay? By worshiping Jesus Christ, we have forsaken Yahuwah. Because for Israel, Yahuwah said here, O Israel, Yahuwah thy Elohim, Yahuwah is one Yahuwah. He is one. He is not a trinity and he is not the Son. He is one. And worshipping the Son as the Most High is transgression. And that lines us up for destruction. And this is why it says in Isaiah 5, 18-19 that there will be woes for those who wait upon the day of Yahuwah. Because Christians are famous for waiting on the rapture. They speak every day about the rapture. And the rapture is a false flag that has been given to them. A false doctrine. Pre-tribulation rapture, it is a false doctrine. I did an article on justaword.org entitled, Who Will Be Taken? And if you read that article, you will see without a doubt that it is a false doctrine. It is a doctrine of devils. What it does, it lets the Christian let down their guard. They are saying, oh, the tribulation is coming. We won't be here. So what they do, they just live casually. Okay, I'm a Christian, so I will be taken. I will be raptured away and the sinners will be left and Israel will be left to face the tribulation. And so they do not prepare themselves. And so if tribul when tribulation comes on them, they will be unprepared. They will be taken by surprise because spiritually they have not prepared themselves. And so in Isaiah 5, 18 to 19, it tells us that woe unto them that await the day of Yahuwah. Let me read it. Woe unto them that draw iniquity with cords of vanity and sin as it were with a cart rope that say, let him make speed and hasten his work that we may see it. And let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come, that we may know it. So this is actually saying that woe unto those who actually are awaiting the rapture, the so-called rapture, or unto them that are awaiting the destruction that is to come in the end times. Because it says, woe unto them that draw iniquity with cause of vanity, it is saying the sinners you have no right, woe unto you who are transgressing and who are sinning, and are waiting on the day of Yahuwah. And you know why it is saying woe? Because those people, sinners and transgressors, will be destroyed in that day. Now remember we are talking about the taking away of the presence and the Holy Spirit. Let me remind you, but we are coming to that. We have to lay the foundation, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, until we get there. So just have a little patience and, and we will reach in the right time. So let us see what is coming for those who have sinned against Yahuwah. In the end times we have to see what is prepared, what is promised for those who have sinned against Yahuwah. So we look at Zephaniah, Zephaniah 1 verse 17. And I will bring distress upon men that they shall walk like blind men. Because they have sinned against Yahuwah, and their blood shall be poured out as dust, and their flesh as the dung. The end times, men will become blind. Walk like blind men. This, of course, is speaking about the taking away of his presence and of his spirit. Those who sinned, they will not have his presence. Because we know that his presence is 
as a result of his mercy and he leaves his presence among men in order for men to be able to feel him and thereby move to repentance but there is going to come a day when he will take away this opportunity this mercy this favor from men and men shall walk blindly aimlessly because they do not have the necessary Kodesh spirit. First Thessalonians 5, 1-3 But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of Yahuwah so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. This day of Yahuwah is spoken about all over the Bible. And yet, it's not often spoken about. It is like, I think maybe the pre-tribulation rapture uh, has so overshadowed it, most of us don't even bother to speak about it. And it is in so many places. Because this is what, what this is saying is that they will say peace and safety in the end times and then sudden destruction shall come upon them. And this is one thing that is in common with the day of Yahuwah. It is saying that it shall come sudden as travail upon a woman with child. And it says, and they shall not escape. Who shall not escape? It is surely not the righteous. It is the unrighteous, the transgressors, those who say the law is done away with, those who say his Sabbath is done away with. Those who say his dietary laws are done away with. Those who say his feasts are done away with. These are the transgressors along with the sinners who totally have no regard for his law. These are the persons who will be destroyed in the day of Yahuwah. Along with those who forsake him, the idolaters and those who have backslidden and have rejected him. These are the persons who will suffer in the day of Yahuwah. Very serious. Most of us don't pay attention to this. 1 Thessalonians 5, 4 to 5 kind of explains um, who shall not escape. But ye brethren are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. So if we are walking in the light, if we are the saints who keep the commandments of Yahuwah and, and the faith of Yahusha, then that day will not overtake us as a thief. It is not our destruction on that day. It is for the destruction of those who transgress and of the sinners and those who forsake Yahuwah. So, what should we be doing right now? Because we know that these are end times. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that all the different signs are culminating in one pattern that shows and reveals to us that these most definitely are the end times. So, what should we be doing in this time? What should we be doing? Second Kepha, Second Peter three thirteen to fourteen. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blemish. So Kepha is telling us that because we are looking to escape the day of Yahuwah, to be in his renewed kingdom, we must be diligent so that we may be found in shalom, in peace, without spot and blameless. That means we should be sanctified. We should be repenting of everything that we have done that is transgressing against Yahuwah. We should be looking to sanctify ourselves. Repent and sanctify ourselves. As 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 tells us, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. So you see what we need to do. 
in Luke 21, 34 to 36 again, it tells us, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and junkiness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. You see that? We have to take care that we do not find ourselves sleeping, being swept away with the cares of this life and the rudiments, the routine of this life, so that we be caught unawares. Because if we are caught unawares, if we are caught as transgressors, as sinners, or those that forsake Yahuwah, then we will be swept away blindly in the day of Yahuwah. For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the earth, just like that, in the twinkle of an eye, boom, just like that, the day of Yahuwah come upon the whole earth without warning. We cannot be caught unawares. So what does, it, does the Messiah say in Luke? Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So we have to pray and be diligent and be steadfast and be sober and to watch so that we shall be counted worthy. How shall we be accounted worthy? We be found as saints, as those that are keeping the commandments of the Father and the faith of Yahusha. So we'll be found spotless and blameless on that day. Otherwise, we will be consumed on that day. So we go a little further and we approach a little further to the taking away of his spirit. Now the taking away of his spirit is nothing new. As in the days of Noah, as the Messiah said in Matthew 24, 37, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So he is kind of telling us that look to the story of Noah. Look to the story of Noah and you will see what shall happen in the end. Now what happened in the day of Noah as it pertained to the taking away of his spirit from man? We see a similitude in the closing of the door of the ark. Bereshit or Genesis 6.3 And Yahuwah said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. Yahuwah was saying that his spirit will not always strive with man, and strive comes from the Hebrew word din, which means by implication to judge, to contend with, to plead the cause of, to plead with, so he's saying that he will not always contend with man. He will not always plead with man. There's going to come a time when he will no longer plead with man. And so in that time of Noah, Noah warned. No one took heed. But a very important thing happened. The door was shut. Bereshit 7, 16. And they that went in went in male and female of all flesh, as Yahuwah hath commanded him, and Yahuwah shut him in. You see that? This is what will happen in the last days. Yahuwah shut him in. And for those who are outside, they are shut out. So there is going to come a time on this earth, as in the days of Noah, when those who are his are going to be sheltered, are going to be shut in, and those who are not his, his are going to be shut out. That is when he takes away his presence from them. And that is when evil will become really, really evil upon this earth because people will be walking blind aimlessly without the spirit of Yahuwah and will be fair game for demons and all evil spirits and man will become totally evil and all the thoughts that are in man's mind will be evil continually this is a serious time that we're living in and a very serious time that is coming up which i expect and many people expect to happen in our lifetime 
And as we said, there will be no special treatment for those who break the law and those who have no regard for the law will be shut out. We have to remind you who will be shut out because there is this fallacy about the law done away with. We have to remind you that it is the transgressors who will be shut out and the transgressors are those who break the law and sinners who will be shut out, the sinners who have no regard for the law and the forsakers or the backsliders or the idolaters, those will be shut out as well. And there will be a sifting of Israel to leave a remnant because it is all about righteousness. It is all about righteousness. And even though he is gathering Israel, he is gathering Israel in righteousness. So, Amos 9 verses 9 to 10. For lo, I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among all nations, like as corn is sifted in a sieve, yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. Hear this. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say, The evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. Now here we have it being explicit that Israel will be sifted in righteousness. The sinners shall die by the sword. So those who will be destroyed, it doesn't matter who you are as long as you are a sinner. Yahuwah is no respecter of persons. So we have people who have come to the understanding of who they are, the descendants of the children of Israel. And when you see them manifesting themselves, you see nothing short of evil. And when they speak, they speak evil. And you have to really wonder if we are actually reading the book. Because it says, all the sinners of my people shall die by the sword. So he will not protect the sinful among his people. We have to walk in righteousness. That is why we have to be found spotless and blameless. It's all about sin and righteousness. Now how will these people be divided in these times? How will the sinners be divided from the righteous in these times because we are in the end times and times are upon us and we see it coming in the mark of the beast the mark of the beast is what will divide sinners from the righteous all over the world because the righteous will be those who reject the mark and those who also it is not only rejecting the mark It is also those who keep the commandments of the Father and the faith of the Son. Rejecting the mark of the beast is, and again, the mark of the beast is not a clear-cut, simple, I take an embedded chip and so I have the mark. That it is not that simple. You can listen to my previous podcast entitled The Mark of the Beast. Is it an embedded chip? And you should get a greater understanding of the mark of the beast. It is also an image that is worshipped. It is several different things uh, um, comprise the mark of the beast. And so, in the end times, it will be the divider. Revelation 13:16 to 17 and he caused all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name now that is not enough to tell us um, that it will be the divider in these end times we have to go now to Revelation 14 verses 9 to 12 And we shall see how the mark will be the divider in these times. And we will see how it pertains to the taking away of his spirit in the end times from us. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, 
The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Elohim, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascended up for ever and ever, and they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Yahuwah and the faith of Yahusha. And yes, we see the smoke of their torment ascended up forever. And they have no rest day nor night. They have no rest day or night. This is when the presence of Yahuwah is taken away. Day nor night to worship the image and his beast and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. So, from the moment from one takes the mark, there is going to come a time, don't know how long after, that the Father is going to take his spirit away from those who have the mark. And the world will become really, really evil. Do we think we have seen evil yet? We have no idea. When he takes his spirit away, evil will really be evil. And the thoughts of man will only be to do evil continually. That will happen just before the Messiah returns. This is what is called Great Tribulation. This is why it is called Great Tribulation. Because the rock of the Father, the spirit of the Father will be taken away. Revelation 19, 19-21 And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with flesh. See the divider, the destruction of those who worshipped, who took the mark of the beast upon the return of the Messiah. So, as a result, we will have a remnant brought through fire. The consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness. This consumption that is decreed, this mark that has been decreed, that has been allowed by Yahuwah, it will overflow with righteousness because people will have to make up their minds as to what they want to do. Am I going to take the mark or am I going to sacrifice myself, sacrifice my life and walk in obedience to Yahuwah? Will I choose the devil or will I choose Babylon over Yahuwah? That is the question. Isaiah 10, 20-23 And it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and such as are escaped of the house of Jacob shall no more again stay upon him that smote them. This now is telling us of the deliverance of Israel. He shall no more again stay upon him that smote them but shall stay upon Yahuwah Kadesh, Israel, in truth, the remnant shall return, even the remnant of Jacob, unto the mighty Elohim. For though thy people Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return. The consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for Yahuwah Elohim Sabaoth shall make a consumption even determined in the midst of the land. This consumption determined will the, the, the will sift out the remnant of Israel. And this remnant shall return unto Yahuwah. For Yahuwah, Isaiah 28, 21, For Yahuwah shall rise up as in Mount Perizim, he shall be wrought as in the valley of Gibeon, that he may do his work, his strange work, and bring to pass his act, his strange act. Now therefore be ye not mockers, lest your bands be made strong, for I have heard from Yahuwah Elohim Sabaoth a consumption even determined upon the whole earth. This will take the whole earth and along with wars and pestilences and a oh, whole lot of unthinkables are coming to the earth. A 
consumption is coming upon the earth in so many different ways and that consumption will sift and separate Israel, will separate his people from those that transgress against him and from the sinners and from those who forsake him. So, let us look at where it is prophesied now of him taking away his spirit because this is what we really want to get at. We have to be found without blemish. We have to be found blameless. We have to be walking in righteousness. Time is running out on us. This is the whole point of this episode, to let us know that we do not have the whole time. We have had people minister to us and we have been ministering to people and we have this thought in us that we have time. He says, today if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. None of us knows how much time we have left, but the entire world now must know that it has very little time. It is the time is actually right. It is right up on us right now. The day of Yahuwah is right upon us. And the taking away of his spirit from those who transgress against him, from sinners and from those who forsake him. Let us see what it says in Amos or Amos 8, 11 to 14. Behold, the days come, saith Yahuwah Elohim, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst of water, but of hearing the words of Yahuwah. You see, this famine, this famine will be the taking away of his word from us and we will not be able to understand his word. That is the taking away of his presence from the world. And you will not have your pastor to teach you because the pastor will not be able to understand the word. You will be reading the word and you cannot understand it because it requires the Ruach Elohim, the spirit of Elohim, in order to understand the word. So you will be reading the word, but you will not be able to understand it. And they shall wander to and fro to seek the word of Yahuwah and shall not find it. Because he has taken away his spirit. He has taken away his rock. So yet there is no more calling to him for him to understand. He will lend a blind eye and a deaf ear to your calls. Because probation time is up. The time is up. In that day shall the fair virgins and young men faint for thirst. They that swear by the sin of Samaria and say that Elohim Odan liveth and the manner of Beersheba liveth, even they shall fall and never rise again. This is telling us, putting us back to the northern tribes of Israel where Jeroboam set up the golden calf in Samaria and the other in Beersheba, I think he set it up. And he's saying that these are those who will have a famine for the world, the sinful people will have a famine for the world because he will take his rock away from them. And he brings us back to Zephaniah 117 again. And I will bring distress upon men that they shall walk like blind men. This is when they will be walking blindly because they will not have the word and have no access to the word. Or the world will not have, they will have no understanding of it because they have sinned against Yahuwah. And their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. And not only that, those who he takes his spirit away from will be left unprotected and will be left to the sword. So there will be wars and those who are transgressors and sinners and have forsaken the Most High, those who are in any of those categories will be left to the sword and to pestilence and to famine and to suffering. These people are here, will go through tribulation, of course, but he will have his hand around these people. Now, let us go to some evidence of how he took his presence away from his people, how he cast out his people and took his presence away from them. Because we have to show that because he does not change. He said, I am Yahuwah, I change not, therefore the sons of Jacob are not consumed. He changes not, so we can look at what he did before to know what he will do again in these end times. Yahuwah, Jeremiah 7, 12-16 But go ye now unto my place which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did to it 
for the wickedness of my people Israel. And now, because ye have done all these works, saith Yahuwah, and I spake unto you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not. And I called you, but ye answered not. Therefore, hear this, you see, he spake unto you, rising up early and speaking, and you heard not, and he called. This is his pattern. He sends people to speak to us. He sends people to call us. But if we do not answer, next verse, therefore will I do unto this house which is called by my name, wherein ye trust, and unto the place which I gave to you and to your fathers, as I have done to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight. Now he's saying that he will do to this house. This house is a precious house for Israel. But he's showing you that he will not be partial. If he calls and you don't answer. If he speaks and you don't hear. Next verse. And I will cast you out of my sight. As I have cast out all your brethren. Even the whole seed of Ephraim. Therefore, pray not thou for these people, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to me, for I will not hear thee. You see, it comes a time when he closes the door. In Yechezkel 5.11, Ezekiel 5.11, it tells of when he leaves the temple. Therefore, as I live, declares Yahuwah Elohim, Surely, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable things and with all your abominations, therefore I will withdraw. Now we know that in the renewed covenant, our bodies are the temples. The Apostle Shaul said, Know ye not that your body is the temple of Yahuwah? And he tells you that you are not your own and you were bought with a price. Our bodies no longer belong to us. We were bought at a price by Yahusha. Therefore, in the temple in Yechezkel, when he withdraws, he's going to withdraw from our bodies, our temples, in the end times, if we continue to defile his sanctuary. How do we defile his sanctuary? Sin defiles his sanctuary, but one of the main ways we defile his sanctuary is through Food through meat, swine's flesh, the abominable food that he tells us not to eat and we continue to eat that defiles the temple. Of course, all sin defiles the temple. All transgression of the law defiles the temple. And we see he hid his face away from David. Tehillim or Psalms 13.1 how long, O Yahuwah, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? In the end times, he's going to hide his face from us forever. From those who transgress against him, against from the sinners, and from those who forsake him. I keep repeating those three people that want you to get it in your minds that we do not fall in any of these three categories. Say the law is done away with, then you fall into that category because you have given up yourself to be a transgressor against the law. Now, when we have not hearkened to his word, let's see, Yirmiyahu 6, 19, Jeremiah 6, 19. Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words nor to my law, but rejected it. Very powerful verse here. He will bring evil upon his people. That means in the end times he's going to take away his spirit. Even the fruit of their thoughts. That means even things that they think will become corrupted. He will bring evil upon these people. And why? Because they have not listened to him. You see? It is important now that in these end times it is important now to give up on this life that we live. We have to listen to him. Be sanctified in him. We have to accept him. Leave religion. Flee religion and walk in truth. The Messiah did not come to start a religion. The Messiah came to show us a way. Follow the way. Because they have not heartened 
unto my words nor to my law, but rejected it. So they have not hearkened to his law. This is, saying, this is for Christians. You have not hearkened to his law. You said his law is done away with. You have rejected his laws. So he will bring evil on your thoughts in these last days. <laughs> Stay there waiting for rapture. <laughs> this is not a good look. Not a good look. It is very plain in the scripture that Christianity is not the religion of the saints. Is not the religion of the Bible. It is not the faith of the saints and it is not the faith of the Bible. Of course, it is not the faith of the saints because if you check our last podcast, The Strong Delusion, we went into the true faith, the faith of the Nazarenes, the followers of the way that were the true believers and is the true one faith once delivered to the saints in the Bible. You can check that out for more clarity. And again, when we do not listen to his words, Thus saith Yahuwah Sebaoth, the Elohim of Yeshurel, Behold, I will bring upon this city and upon all her towns all the evil that I have pronounced against it, because they have hardened their necks, that they might not hear my words. You see, it is important to hear his words. You are hearing words from him today. Harden not your heart. Harden not your neck. Or else he will bring evil upon you. He will take his rock, his spirit away from you. Now when we reject him, Isaiah 65.12 tells us, Therefore will I number you to the sword, and ye shall all bow down to the slaughter, because when I called, <laughs> it is so consistent across these different prophets, because when I called, ye did not answer. When I spake, ye did not hear, but did evil before mine eyes, and did choose that wherein I delighted not. Choose that wherein I delighted not is going against his law. His law is that in which he delights. So if you go with anything, your son the worship, he does not delight in that. That is not what he gave you. He gave you a Shabbat. He said his Shabbat is for his people. Your Christmases and your Easter's that are abominations unto him because they are in celebration of pagan gods. Your Easter's, your Lent's, your Ash Wednesday's, your Valentine's Day, your all of those holidays, all of those things are an abomination unto him. And for that he says he will, he will number you to the sword because he sent his people to, call, to warn you and to tell you the truth and you refuse to answer. Yet you have chosen religion over him. You have chosen the religion of man that honors Yahuwah's enemies over the word of Yahuwah. And because of that, he even says that he will let us believe a lie. And as I say that, you go back to my previous episode on the strong delusion. Isaiah 66, 4, I also will choose their delusions and will bring their fears upon them because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before mine eyes. And chose that in which I delighted not. So, because we chose that in which he did not delight, he will bring a delusion upon us. A delusion means we believe something to be true when it is not so. So he's actually telling us that he'll let you believe a lie. And not only that, he will choose the lie that we believe. And the big lie that we have nowadays that we believe, we choose to believe, is the lie of Christianity. That is a delusion, the strong delusion. Once again, please take a listen to our previous podcast, The Strong Delusion. So, what do we have now? This is a time of repentance. We know that this is the end time. We know that everything is moving into place for the great tribulation. We know, we, we can see it, we can... We see the evil that is upon this earth. We know that this is the time and this is the season. No man knows the day or the hour, but we can know the season and this is the season. So it is a time of repentance. It is a time to walk circumspect. And so I will just repeat a verse that I said before, Luke 21, 34. Take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. 
For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. He will take away his spirit from most of people on the earth, and the earth will become evil. That is why the Messiah said, such has never been seen before on this earth and never will again. The evil that is going to come on this earth will never be seen again and has never been seen on this earth before. And we know that the earth has faced some very serious evil times. So it has to be the taking away of his spirit that is going to make man so corrupt that the whole earth will be evil. But if we walk circumspect, Psalms 27.5 For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. So we have nothing to lose if we watch and pray so that we be accounted worthy. If we repent, if we sanctify ourselves to walk in obedience to him and to have the faith of Yahusha. We have nothing to lose. He will hide us in the time of trouble. And there will be deliverance for those who walk in obedience. So th there's, a, there's a good ending to this story. All we have to do now is to transform our minds, as the Messiah said, to deny ourselves. If any man follow me, let him pick up his stake and follow me. All we have to do in this end time is to deny ourselves. To make up our minds that we no longer consider this world, this life, to be of paramount importance. What is now of paramount importance is our salvation. And so, we, we walk accordingly. We walk in obedience to the Messiah and we obey the commandments of the Father so that we can be delivered in these end times. In Daniel 12, 1, it tells us, And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble. This time that we are talking about it, taking away of his spirit. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. The Messiah told us in Revelation that he will not blot out our names out of the book of life. So those whose names are written in the book, those who are found walking in obedience to the commandments of the Father and the faith of the Son, those who are the saints, they will be delivered in this time of trouble. For everyone else, they will be consumed by the sword, by the famine, by pestilence. Do we want to be in that? No, we don't. We don't want to be in that. No one wants to be in that. So what should we be doing at this time? We should be fleeing Babylon. As it says in Jeremiah 51.5, For Israel hath not been forsaken, nor Yahudah or Judah of his Elohim, of Yahuwah, Sebaoth. Though their land was filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel, flee out of the midst of Babylon and deliver every man his soul. Be not cut off in her iniquity. For this is the time of Yahuwah's vengeance. He will render unto her a recompense. Babylon hath been a golden cup in Yahuwah's hand that made all the earth drunken. The nations have drunken of her wine. Therefore the nations are mad. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. This is what's going to happen in this confusion. Howl for her. Take balm for her pain. If so be, she may be healed. We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let us go everyone into his own country. For her judgment reacheth unto heaven. And is lifted up even to the skies. You see? So this is what we should be doing at this time. Fleeing Babylon. Transforming our minds that this world is not for us. This is what we should be doing from ever since. But now it is not too late. Because today you hear his voice harden not your heart. Because the Bible tells us that love not the world neither the things that are in the world. Okay? So this is where we should be at, not loving the world now, rejecting the world and all that it has to offer in preference for our salvation. Because the Messiah says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Seek Yahuwah. 
Isaiah 55 6 Seek Yahuwah while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. He can be found right now. There's no guarantee that he can be found the next moment. Seek him while he may be found. We never know, we do not know when he is going to take his spirit or his presence away from us. Seek him now. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation. Proverbs 28.5 Evil men understand not judgment, but they that seek Yahuwah understand all things. Seek him and you will get the understanding of all things. And remember, Daniel 12.10 Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. The wicked shall do wickedly in the last days because his presence will be taken from the whole, whole earth. And so they will have no understanding. They will be blindly walking. There will be a famine for the word. But it says the wise shall understand. Those who walk in obedience to the Father will still have his rock, will still have his spirit. And so let us walk in obedience. Let us repent. Let us turn around and walk in obedience. As it says in Revelation 22:14, Blessed are they that do his commandments. No, his commandments are not done away with. His law is not done away with. That is a product of false religion presented to us by the enemy of Yahuwah. We got Christianity not from the words of scripture. We got Christianity created in councils by Romans, by men, by the enemies of Yahuwah, by the enemies of Israel itself. They were the persons that gave us Christianity. They tried to hijack the promises and in the inheritance given to Israel by Yahuwah and trying to say that they now have these promises. It is a lie. Revelation twenty-two fourteen: Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Blessed are they that do his commandments. They now have the right to enter into the kingdom. Revelation 14.12 Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yahusha. Keeping the commandments and the faith of Yahusha, that is what is going to get us into the kingdom. And so we end with this great promise in Daniel 12 verses 1 to 3. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Be wise. Repent, watch, and be sober. Walk in obedience to the commandments of the Father, to the law of the Father, through faith in his Son. If you do not understand what that means, I will leave a link to a couple articles that I wrote on justaword.org that explains how to walk in obedience to the Torah, in obedience to the law, without walking in the letter of the law. It is actually how to walk in the spirit of the law. Just as Apostle Paul or Shaul tried to explain. Because in Acts 24.14, I think, Shaul told us that he believes all things that are written in the law and the prophets. And if he says he believes all things that are written in the law and the prophets, it behoves us to try to understand exactly what he means and what he means by um, the law, the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. Okay? So be wise. Blessed are they that keep his commandments. The Father in these end times 
will be taking his rock away, taking his spirit away from men. And the world will become evil. Evil like we have never ever fathomed before. Evil that we cannot even think. Family against family. Your own friends and family will become evil against you. Will want to kill you. It will become so evil. But he has made provision for his people. He will set apart his people in righteousness. His people will be preserved. His people will be delivered. It is our choice. Which side will we be on? Will we be on the side of the righteous? Those who keep the commandments of Yahuwah and faith of his son? Or will we be on the side of the unrighteous? Will we be those who transgress against him? Those who transgress his laws? Those who break his laws? Those who say his law is done away with? Those who do not keep his Sabbaths? Those who, no, who do not even regard his law? Are we going to be those? Are we going to be sinners who just totally disregard him all entirely? Or are we going to be those who forsake him? Who are walking with him? But who have gone into idolatry or who have backslidden? Are we going to be those? Or are we going to be the righteous? It is our choice. The choice is ours in these end times. Choose wisely. Repent. And walk in obedience to the Father through faith in his Son. Repent. Repent. Until my next episode, as usual, what can I say but Shalom.